conscience can wait. Sometime in the past, residents of Aleph the capital city of Alephia a third world country in the east woke to the good news of the end of various communicable diseases including the devastating COVID-19 and the dreaded AIDS. Newsstands were flooded with headlines of the good tidings with each paper trying to outdo its competitors. Hail Research, debilitating health issues now find a place among dinosaurs and dodos, was the East's level, the leading tabloids firm declaration. The more level-headed and credible the Daily Republic's interpretation was summed up as research findings promise hope in the area of communicable diseases. The nondescript government-owned mouthpiece Alephia sometimes was hilarious, government efforts rewarded massively after corona, AIDS, TB, hepatitis, polio, and cholera among others eradicated was its lengthy headline in menacing bold font curiously unaware that polio is not communicable. The paper in a subheading went on to enumerate other benefits that a healed and immune populace would reap. This they observed had been achieved only three years after the current regime took office. The countryside was not spared either, radio and TV stations ran repeat reports of the discovery with merriment. Villagers, most of them already hard-pressed by unbearable cost of living danced joyfully anyway. That this discovery was after years of burning oil by researchers headed by one of their own fabulously decorated Professor Wilfred Leon HRC, EFS, KC, and Fur, head of Region Commendation, Elder of the Flaming Sword, King's Cohort, and Fellow of the Institute of Royal Retinue respectively, was stupendous. Exposure to excessive heat and sunlight, the professor argued, was the bane of human health and their immunity in particular. Wilfred Leon a physicist reasoned that every force receives equal counter-force in order to remain static and so did human health. The change of global weather patterns therefore meant man had finally conquered climate, a feat he said enabled man to eradicate germs effortlessly and render any that remained harmless and non-transmissible. Warm and humid conditions the professor argued are conducive for growth of health-challenging organisms and thoughts. These he said have now been inhibited by cold weather as a result of global warming, depletion of the ozone layer due to the exploits of man and other incomprehensible abracadabra. Hopping from venue to venue Professor Wilfred Leon, looking at his audience over his small rimless glasses and face contorted, lectured medical schools, gave speeches at professional dinner gatherings, mesmerized worshippers and, accompanied by politicians, charmed crowds at political rallies, weddings, and funerals. He also wowed guests at fundraisers. His clarion call was the benevolence of the universe is just amazing, all must heal and no one should get infected. And for good measure, the good professor challenged anyone who did not get healed or got ill to reach him and claim a million-dollar prize. But just over six weeks after this hysteria, Patients did not need to seek out Professor Wilfred Leon to claim the million-dollar prize, their first priority was to seek medical attention. Hospitals all over the region were bursting in their seams with patients. In the two national referral hospitals, services had almost ground to a halt with minor cases being referred to local dispensaries and pregnancy cases encouraged to consider traditional midwives. Having taken Professor Wilfred's claims as the gospel truth especially due publicity it got from unlikely quarters, people had relaxed their health watch standards while others got outright careless. Hygiene levels hit rock bottom and the sick on medication abandoned their medical regimen in favor of the obnoxious benevolence of the universe idea. 
and now the government that had months earlier toasted to the marvel of a son of its land sought him, not to claim the million-dollar prize but to help it understand a few things. But the professor with the rimless glasses had long bolted. A commission of inquiry was hastily set up tasked with, among other things, managing the health crisis and smoking out the professor. The commission was unusually efficient as regards bringing the professor home from wherever he was. Interpol was roped in in the search and two days later Professor Wilfred Leon appeared before the commission. And when he left the inquiry room that evening, the professor had lost not just his glamour but also his titles HRC, EFS, KC, and FRR. In their place now were unflattering descriptions, fraudster, terrorist, and mass killer. The academic and professional papers of this dyed-in-the-wool fraudster were set to be relooked all the way down to elementary level with a view to revoking his doctoral degree, trash all his academic works and strip him off the title professor. Also in the offing was the possibility of handing him over to The Hague to stand trial for abetting genocide and crime against humanity. But the professor would not go down alone, when he finally spilled the beans, he implicated Health for Life International HFLI a multinational pharmaceutical company. The company that specialized in manufacture of drugs for treatment of most communicable diseases, the professor alleged, had contracted him to come up with a theory that would make people neglect their health concerns. The neglect he said would later get the people ailing and trap them in the resultant long-term drug dependency. For his efforts the professor claimed to have pocketed some $10 million from HFLI. When the commission summoned HFLI, their battery of lawyers demolished all of the professor's claims and stopped just a word shy of calling him Satan. Yet in the lead counsel's mind ran the name Judas incessantly. This he tried as much as he could not to utter, it would have, without doubt given credence to the professor's allegation. The commission found no reason for HFLI to be enjoined in the professor's case and let the multinational free. Three weeks later, the professor sat apprehensively to hear judgment in a case in which he was accused of willfully and maliciously misleading the public on grave matters of health among other charges. After a sentence of life imprisonment without the possibility of parole was read out, he asked to have a word with his wife to whom he confessed having been paid by HFLI. He also disclosed that the drug company had conveniently chosen him, a physicist as opposed to medical health personnel in order to be able to wriggle out of any mess should things point their way. This amount paid to him he told her he had used to buy properties across the country and shared the rest with politicians and governors. The following morning the East's level screamed terrorist professor to manage weather for life behind bars. Alephia sometimes was for once catchy and imaginative, benevolence of the universe therapy apologist put away for life it howled in bold as usual. But the irony of it all was that these media houses, other agencies, institutions, and individuals laid all the blame on the professor but never thought they partly contributed to the tragedy. Maybe this is the fact the Daily Republic acknowledged. And, seemingly silently accepting culpability, the paper distanced itself from the issue choosing to dwell on the launch of a direct flight from Aleph to Guangzhou, the first in the region.